Welcome to CCB TV, the podcast factory. Before I begin the first episode of CHC, the Chris Hansen Conversation, allow me a minute to thank the following people for making our podcasts possible. My wife and son for their undying love and belief in whatever I do. Noel Rodriguez for the super valuable iMac. Ben and John for entrusting your show to me. Leroy and Mel for contributing to a pair of Sennheiser headphones. Aaron and Pearl for contributing one of my Shure MV7 microphones. Clarence Edward for donating the all-important acoustic tiles. Jason Shahul for his selfless advice on all things that's audio engineering. Chris and Lena for the telescopic tripod or else I'll have no center cam. Willem Lau and Karen Leong for the great reads. And all of you who are watching this right now, please continue to support us and subscribe, like, comment, and share. Plus, hit that notification button for more CCP TV's show offerings. And now, here's CHC's first episode. I hope you like it, and if you do, you know what to do. Timo wants to be a butcher, but I've got a better suggestion. What is that? SPH Radio. Move him to the morning. No, don't, don't, wait, wait, no, wait, don't wait, do wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Move him to the morning and call the sh- and call him instead of bro on the go. Call him the butcher, so that class ninety five. There are two animals there, right? Boy, don't right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hi everyone, it is so damn good to be back. This is my brand new show. It's called The Chris Hansen Conversation. And after a year and a half, oh Lord, and all this work, the show is finally on the road. And uh, before we begin, and to introduce my guest for tonight, now you know it's nighttime, I need to tell you this. We've got probably the crispiest the fluffiest vades in the land on this plate in my studio and kindly sponsored by Gordon's Vades. Take a look-see, take a look-see. You can see the EDM right now, right, on the screen. Now, let me tell you something. You're going to be missing out on a lot if you don't go after these Vades. Thank you so much, uh, Gordon's Vades. And uh, now, back to the show. We know who this guy is. He has a show called The One Way Home, but today he couldn't get home. I accosted him, dragged him by the damn ankles, brought him right here into CCB TV studio, and you know him as a bro on the go, and he is Timo! Oh, wow, what a what an introduction. Thank you very much for that, Chris. I can make sure I put in a fanfare for you, you know, uh, yeah. in post. Yes, and, and the best thing about that intro is that you are using your voice of God. You know, Chris, Chris has this beautiful, what, what we in, in radio refer to as the voice of God. He's got that deep baritone, that resonance when he talks. Wow. And it makes all the difference. These are the voices that they always use for voiceovers, for, you know, um, 
TV commercials for like the movie trailers and things like that. So it always makes a huge difference uh, when you've got someone with that kind of voice actually introducing you. You know, you you know something. You only could see the hair under the hat right now. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks so very much, man. It was really kind of you. That's actually one of the reasons. I mean, earlier on, just before we started, we were talking about uh, why I'm not actually using my cans, Mm -hmm. the headphones, right? Mm -hmm. And one reason, of course, is because I just got off radio and I just spent the last four hours with headphones in my ears. So I didn't really want to wear them. And another reason is because I knew, right, if Chris talking into the microphone, I would be too distracted by his voice, (laughs) right? Because he's got one of those voices, right, where if he talks, ladies, careful, if he whispers in your ear, you'll get pregnant. Wow. the The mere sound of his voice. Pregnant, huh? They call that an eargasm. Oh, eargasm. I didn't know these things could travel (laughs) like osmosis right into the ears and then after it goes on somewhere else and someone gets impregnated. Clearly, you've given this some thought. (laughs) You have given this some thought, Chris. No, as a matter of fact, my mind rolls that way. When people, you know, when people throw things like that at me, you know, my mind rolls that way somehow. I've got a dirty mind. (laughs) But uh, yes, thank you for... uh, who. VJ the DJ VJ the DJ VJ man. the DJ He runs or he owns Gordon's Vade yes. oh, well, well he's uh, one of the franchise uh, right. One of the franchisees okay, For okay. Gordon's Well thank Vades. you VJ For the wonderful Vades And the next time The next time we should ask him To come here and play some free music You know so I have some accompaniment yeah, live When I have my guests on the show Do a dance program for, for 1FM The station <laughs> I'm at right Like That kind yeah so. Well, I, I, well I, I don't think he's on anymore though No no he's not but he can come and do on this show. Like well, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. VJ, if more than just the Vades, we like VJ the DJ and the Vades here yeah. the next time around. And then every seven minutes, right, you know, during this particular this particular show, we can stop for like a seven-second dance break. <laughs> 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 I want to ask you something, man. First mm. of all, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. In your own words, mm. who is Timo? In my own words, who is Timo? I have spent 40, 44 years answering that question, trying to answer that question at least. Um, he's just a guy, dude. Really? <laughs> he's just a regular guy uh, who never wants to grow up. I am, uh, I've got that Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. I'm that, that kid, didn't want to grow up. Teenager, still didn't want to grow up. Uh, adulthood, still didn't want to grow up. Became father, still didn't want to grow up. You know, <laughs> uh, I think... You know, that is probably my wife's biggest gripe is that now she's got to do, deal with two kids, <laughs> right? And sometimes she forgets which one is more mature. Well, you know, I think, I think it's great for your boy or girl. Boy, right? You so have a son. five. So for her to even question which one is more mature, that says something about me. <laughs> but I think your son's probably having a great time, don't you think, if he's a, a dad that wants to just keep going on young. As the years go by, uh, it'd be great I for know. him. I think maybe now, but uh, at some point, I think he's probably going to outgrow me, uh, or rather, outmature me. He'll be a teenager, and he'll be like, "My dad is so immature." <laughs> you know, I, I'll be that dad that he's uh, embarrassed to to bring his friends home to me. Holy shit balls! <laughs> That's what my son sometimes think of me. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, back to your question about who is Timo. I think I spent such a long time of my life. You know, with uh, my career mm-hmm. and the personality, my work just blender, blending so much into my personal life. Right. Um, that for a long time, I couldn't draw a difference between the two. Okay. Because, I mean, when you are in radio, and I guess specifically radio, um, 
Okay, I don't like to use the word radio personality, but the fact of the matter is, a lot of, you know, what you project out over the airwaves, that character, mm-hmm. a lot of it is going to be based on who you are, right? Because that's the easiest thing to do. Right? Okay, but but are you saying then? This is you. That's great. Respect, respect. But how about the others? Do they portray who they are? Mm. The persona on air and the persona, face, you know, as they are. I think one of the same. I think most people do. Really? Because it w- it takes a lot of. I think you would have to be a really really good actor mm-hmm. to be able to just be completely different once you switch off the mic. Mm-hmm. And who you are when the mic is on. Mm-hmm. But right? what what would would the broadcaster, any broadcaster for mm. that matter, and they know these guys work for them. Yeah. And wouldn't they tell them, look, listen, man, you, mm. we have earmarked you to be the person mm. for the next two three years. Does that happen in the first place? Before I go go I, on, I think sometimes. Well. Sometimes the powers that be, they when they bring somebody in, yeah, they they have ideas. Yeah, you know, they have hopes, they've got dreams, they've right. got ambitions. Right. you know, for the person that they brought in. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, you don't really know till the person starts. You know, you may have an idea. Oh, this this person, he's going to he's going to take off with the public, right? Because he's suave, he's dashing, and all this is going to carry on on air. But this guy, you know, may may not necessarily like you know being pigeonholed into that particular uh, facet. Would would he be made to pigeonhole himself into that particular mold that they want him? So to you're be? asking about how much control? Yeah. Uh, say yeah. the bosses have. Okay, so I don't think I don't. At least in my experience, I've never really been told, "Oh, you must be like this. You must be like that." I, for me, it's always been the opposite. Mm-hmm. You can't do this, or you can't do that. Okay. And for a long time, it was, yeah, but you know, there's more to me than just these three facets, mm-hmm. right? But they're like, oh, maybe you know, it doesn't quite suit the station. Image it doesn't suit the the demographic that we're targeting. So supposing you know, Chris, you've got five different characteristics, right? Okay, that you're very comfortable. That's schizophrenia, man. Yeah, they might say, <laughs> okay, well, out of the five that you have, let's just go with the three because the other two might clash with what we're. You kidding me? You mean you mean you mean you mean, do they really do that? You've got five personalities, and we can only deal with two. No, 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 no. I, Well, they won't say that straight out to you, la. <laughs> no, but do people- uh, for instance, okay, I, I give you another example. When yeah. I, when I, you know, came on 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 board when I started radio at a station a long time ago, I don't really want to say which one, but you know, I have always been very corny. You know, my my type of humor. You know, I'm corny. I'm lame. That's that. that, that that's me. You know, what I mean, okay. I will. You know, at the same time, I'm all. I can also be very sentimental. Okay. You know, even in my music taste, but I've also got a, a rocky, edgy side as well. There are very few people in life who are just very one-dimensional, mm. right? But you can also understand that when you're tr- trying to portray somebody on air, right. you know, or you're trying to push uh, a particular personality. Mm. You want to go with simple, right? Yeah. You want to go with, okay, this person is this, this person is this, this person is this. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that maybe, actually, you know, people are made out of many different facets. Right. I can be this, but at the same time, I can also be this. Right. You know? Right. Um, and I guess for simplicity, right. they would rather you just stick to a bunch of 
core facets, right. you know, and then sell you based on that. Right. Yes. So basically, when he when he when he selects someone mm. to be a radio personality, right. they have in mind certain as you you keep using that term facets, certain facets or characteristics. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Characteristics. Mm. Right. Um, and and how it exudes out of their personality types, mm. right? Yeah. And they have a particular set of these types in mind already? Um, I think they obviously see it in you first um, when they talk to you sure. before they even feel that Sure, but if someone's brimming a personality, right? Yeah. I mean, it's very hard to dissect someone mm. with great personality yeah. and this guy's great, it's going to be great on air, for example, mm. and expect that person also to be compliant to Things that they that the bosses want, yeah, isn't it? So it's very hard to have both these characteristics. I think I th- yes come to together. Your question: It is it is very difficult, but at the end of the day, it's all moot if the audience doesn't like you, because yeah. you know this particular person may have been hired because they they spoke well. You know, they had a great voice. Mm-hmm. They seemed really charming mm-hmm. when they spoke when they spoke to the bosses. But the audience just can't stand yeah. the guy. So, you know, on paper, this person has everything. You know, right. everything you would want. Right. Uh, not just in a DJ, but in a DJ in this particular radio station. Mm-hmm. But maybe for some reason, I mean, the audience just didn't take to the person. Right. Right? And or perhaps these characteristics that you see and you talk to someone and go, Oh, mm-hmm. Chris, when I talk to Chris face to face, he's brilliant, you know, he's great, he's mm-hmm. funny, he mm-hmm. makes jokes, mm-hmm. you know. But then I put him behind the microphone. The show my bomb. Exactly. Yeah. Because my show my bomb. Okay. No, nah, not yeah. <laughs> example. I know, because I know. I know. Even now when I'm I I've been tasked with training, you know, newbies, right? Right. right. I think you've also recognized you've been, you've you've seen the media in a really long time. This current crop, there, there is a current crop of radio DJs who have just been doing this for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, so long. Uh-huh. And that you're wondering where is the next generation? Yes. <laughs> Tell me. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's also a case of it's not just because we're hanging on, you know, and, and we don't want to leave. We we love this so much. I mean that's obviously one one aspect of it, but I think it is also hard to find someone the next generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, maybe you 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 find somebody who you think has all the has all the skills, right? right? That that's the first reason, okay? But then once you bring them on air, they realize, okay, whatever we thought about this person just isn't translating over the microphone. Okay, um, this person can talk great face to face, but mm-hmm. the moment you take somebody away, mm-hmm. and and I'll go back to how I mentioned earlier on that I was training some people, mm-hmm. right? And when I when I speak to them face to face, they're they're wonderful, you know. But then I go, okay, I'm going to switch on the mic right now, deliver a talk set. Cannot. Because mm-hmm. these people need to see someone. There are very few people who can just close their eyes, envision somebody they're talking to, yep. and then you know speak as yeah. if they are talking and having a conversation. Yeah, I get the moment that. they cannot see the person and they cannot read reactions, right. they cannot follow up. Right. Right. And essentially, that's what a radio talk set is. Right. It's having a conversation with someone even if you don't physically hear them talking back. Well, then you. I dare say that you know, radio is going to have a real hard time now. You know why? Even harder. Why is that? You know, I teach as well. Yes. Okay. And um, I have... I have regular students. Mm. As a matter of fact, every week I'm teaching yeah. classes. 
And uh, over the past seven, eight years, um, someone we know well enough, yeah. someone uh, that wor- I worked closely with yeah. uh, in this arena of te- teaching and training new MCs and new voice uh, uh, talents. And it's become more and more prevalent. Now, we're going to have a lot of people who are great, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. Uh, face-to-face yep. and that's already something fantastic something incredible in this day and age the moment you get them behind a mic that's it dead fish really mm. and I've encountered that, that time and time again and you guys are going to have an even harder challenge don't you think? No, absolutely so yeah. I mean, that's obviously one, one, one part of it the mm. second part of it is I think a lot of people have these preconceived notions yeah. of what coming into broadcasting is like, mm-hmm. what uh, being in radio is like. And then they come in and they realize, hmm, this takes a lot of commitment. This takes a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest, this is uh, age or uh, preconception, right? When people, or misconception. People think, oh, that radio DJs, because your show is only four hours yeah. that you only work four hours <laughs> no it's true they're like wow Tim you got a great gig you know you only work four hours a day but they don't realize that it's not just I show up mm-hmm. and I switch on the microphone mm-hmm. and off the top of my head I've got so much material I mean I'm sure there are some people who are geniuses who can do that I am not one of them okay everything that I say there has to be a fair amount of thought or research, research to it yeah, yeah. um and once again, I will say there are some people who can do that. Mm-hmm. There are some people who try to do that and fail miserably. But for the most of us who take our profession seriously, we do put a lot of prep into our yep. into our show, yep. right? Uh, whether or not it's just doing research, whether it's doing production, right. there is a lot of work that goes uh, into into putting together your radio show. And sometimes people they come in and they're like, "Oh, I, I see somebody just switches on the microphone and talks. I can do that." And they see the amount of work that goes into it. They see the amount of sacrifice that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, "Yeah, okay, maybe maybe it's not." It's not. It's not for me, right? You know? Because radio, much like a lot of other things, when you when you start, like a hobby, like a passion, it takes time to grow in it. And if you're one of those who is into something, instant validation, instant gratification, you come in and you're like, you think immediately, I'm going to get all the perks. I'm going to be a star. I'm going to make millions of dollars. Then you know, you're going to be sorely disappointed. disappointed. Yes. How many hours of prep on average do you put in before the next shift? <sighs> Curious. Okay, so I made a big mistake uh, a couple of uh, years ago, mm-hmm. uh, actually just before I joined uh, SPH. I decided I was going to have my own setup at home. Oh, okay. sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. I was going to have my own recording setup, right? Okay. So I, I got professional microphones. Mm. I got a proper digital audio workstation. Right. You know, I acoustically treated my one of the rooms in my Wow, so sounds so could, familiar. Yeah, so that I could actually record <laughs> my show. And the reason why I say this is a mistake, Chris, is that when you are able to, to record stuff, you never switch off. You never switch off. I could be in bed. I could be watching TV. I could be watching Netflix. And suddenly, oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I bet I could use it, turn this into a talk set. You know what? Yep. Let's turn it into a yep, talk yep, set. Yep, and yep, yep. In the morning, I get I that. Get up and yep. I walk over and I yep. start recording and I wake my wife up. You know? So, unfortunately, because of that, it's very hard. It's hard to just switch off. 
You know what I mean? Okay, just, but you love it, don't you? I do, but I also, as I've gotten older and I've got other, you know, responsibilities and all that, sure. I want to be able to have time with my wife. I want to have time with my son. I want to be able to just switch off when I get home, do other things because you need to rest your mind as well. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not 22 anymore. Okay, let me get this right. Let me, let, let, let me try to understand this. You, you got all that setup at home done and still working as a radio DJ. Yes. Okay, that's 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 mad. Yeah. Okay, I get that. So, so the funny yeah. thing is, um, I also told myself mm-hmm. I've always been the kind of DJ that likes to prep a lot in advance. Right. Okay. I always feel that the the more bored I am when I'm in the studio, the better a job I've done preparing for my show. Do you get what I mean? Yes, I do. Because I everything do. has already been settled. Mm. There is no. Uh, unpredictability you know I'm not going to get caught off guard I'm not going to run the risk of oh that toxic didn't come out the way I wanted to and you know I mean there there are pros and cons you know sometimes there is there is magic and unpredictability and stuff that is unforeseen Uh, but you know I've also as I get older and I feel I'm not quite as quick as I as I used to be I like to be certain of what everything is going to sound like when it actually goes out on air. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I there there will be times I might ramble and I might go off on a tangent, but more often than not I know exactly what I'm gonna be talking about, when I'm gonna be talking about it, to some degree how exactly it's going to sound in every single talk set over the next four hours before I even step into the radio studio. There's nothing wrong with all that, man. All you said was sweet. That's stuff that I would you know, man, you know, I respect people who come in to a show fully fucking cocked. Mm. Yeah, okay. Fully fu- yeah, Depends fully fucking kind of cocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Fully pumped <laughs> and prepped yeah. and ready and good to go, right? And that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm. What's wrong with that? You make it sound as if it's wrong. No, 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 no. I think just too much work. Be a certain amount of prep. Yeah, but I think there should also be limits because if you don't put limits on how much time you're going to be spending on anything, yeah, then something else is going to. You, you, you but it's being sacrifice. professional, isn't it? I mean, absolutely yes. But yeah. being professional is okay. So once again, when I was 22 and work was my entire life, mm-hmm. I got that. You know, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's work first, it's work first. I'd never switch off. Right. But I'm not 22 anymore, Chris. I'm 44, right? Still young, bro. <laughs> I'm 44. Yes, radio is still a big part of my life. Holy shit, balls, bro. Let me tell you something. Let me wind the clock yeah. back to 44. I would give anything to go back to 44. Do you know who I am? Um... 23. Oh, yeah. <laughs> First he tells me about the voice of God, then he tells me about my age. She's got to love this guy, don't you think? The, just, point, I'm, the point I'm trying yeah. to make is that, um, yeah, I, I, I do wish sometimes that I, would, I could switch off. Yeah, I get that. I would be able to just um, leave work at home and come back. And if not to spend time with my wife, to spend time with my... with my son to also just work on other passions as well Mm -hmm. I mean on my podcast Mm -hmm. I got a podcast as well which I have just neglected for the for months you're talking about uh, the Hantu show yes yes Radio Paranormal (laughs) okay because I've I've had no time to do all this right yeah I've been waiting to come on your show man yes it's been months it will happen (laughs) and now now we we, we might as well just do it in your studio who knows good idea actually (laughs) why not Mm. yeah I welcome you back anytime thank you even if it's for your own show Mm. anyway um, 
you know, thanks for sharing all that with me. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of insightful for people out there. Those guys in the polytechnics who think you're in mass media today and that you're gonna life's gonna be so fucking rosy. Oh, no. Sorry if I could just interrupt, right? Sorry, I I don't mean when I say all those things <laughs> to try and you know negate or discount you know the need for you to be fully prepped and to work before your show. Okay, you should <laughs> yeah. totally put everything that yeah. you have Thank into you. your show. Yes. Okay. But this is something that I told myself I was going to do when I hit, you know, 37. <laughs> Actually, when I left the last, when I left my, my former employer, okay? And I said, one of the biggest mistakes that I made was that I, I did not put a separation. And this goes back to one of the very first Work questions. Work-life balance, you mean? Yes. To, to one of the first questions you asked me tonight, and that is, who is Tim? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I said, for a long time, you know, they just, my professional life and my personal life just blended so much into each other. And the reason why I say you should never let your occupation and your work completely consume you and have nothing else outside of work is that when you have, if work is your life, if your job is your life, if you had a bad day on the job, you would have a terrible life at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But if you had a, if you separate them, and you are also, you know, you, you're also a person who enjoys playing video games, hanging out with his friends. You've got a, a loving relationship that you've got that you also put, you know, a fair amount of, of your priorities into, right? If you have a bad day at the job, you still have other things that happen in your life as well. Okay, same way for me now. If I have a bad if I have a bad uh, fight with Sabrina, with my wife, but I had a great talk set, it kind of evens out. I don't feel <laughs> completely miserable when I go to sleep. There's a balance. Night, right? Yeah. Or if I had a miserable talk set, everything, you know, screwed up when I was on shift. But, you know, my wife made me a great meal when I came home too. You have balance. You've got something good to kind of even things out. I mean, sure, there will be days where you have fights with your with your with your partners, and you had a terrible you know day on the job as well. But you know, that's less likely to happen than just having one bad thing going on or in one part of your life, right? Um, and I think people realize this only way too late, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and if you only focus it's like putting all your eggs in one basket right if if everything is bad in that one particular aspect and you made that aspect your whole life then it's going to be it's going to lead to things like resentment bitterness you get tired you get depressed and and once again la i mean you know as i get older you know mental health and mental well-being are more important things to me mm. yeah okay words of wisdom from timo but just to let you know in a nutshell yeah for the young people out there, uh, just don't be a slouch, whatever it is. Work-life balance, yeah, but don't take that overboard, okay? That's my worry. Anyways, let's talk about ambition. Ambition. When you were in school, which school were you, which schools were you from? Let's talk about primary which, school. Uh, primary school? school? Okay, so I was I was in a, a few primary schools. Yeah? No, no, no. I didn't get kicked out before <laughs> you um, I, I started off in Rossouth Primary. Oh, okay. Okay, for a couple of years, my smart dad, kid. No, 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 no. It's just close to my house. Okay, but Rosai, Rosai is one of those one of those schools, right? Right, way up there. I was only there for two years. Oh, okay. I was only there for two years because my father worked uh, in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Mm-hmm. He was a diplomat. So then I I moved. I uh, went overseas. Went to Indonesia for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Came back uh, just in time for PSLE. 
Um, yeah, I can imagine here. years in Indonesia coming back for PSLE is like a culture shock, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I went. Somehow I went to an uh, to an international school, which yeah. is a little bit more slack than. <laughs> at least my experience in international <laughs> school was it was more slack than our curriculum in Singapore. Hmm. Um, so I did a couple of years, did my PSLE uh, in Serangoon Garden, uh, Serangoon Country Garden, Club, <laughs> Serang- next to Country Club, Serangoon Garden South School. Because I was a gardens kid, right? Okay. And then after that, uh, for secondary school, I went to St. Andrews. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I went to St. Andrews. After that, I went to Nyan Poly, did mass communications. Ah. Yes. And, and that's kind of, you know, where my radio journey began. Okay. But when you were in school, let's talk about secondary school. Let's not, let's not be ridiculous and go all the way back to primary school. Mm. Have you ever harbored any ambition to be on radio one day? No, not when I was in secondary school. I can tell you exactly the moment where I thought I wanted to consider a career in radio. Mm-hmm. I was actually in the polytechnic for one year before I went to mass communications. I went to computer studies, right? And it was the stupidest reason why I chose to go to computer studies. I had my option between going to mass communications and going to computer studies. In my mind, I really thought I would be spending three years in the polytechnic if I went to computer studies playing computer games. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's what I that's what. Hey, man, come on! At seventeen years old, you ought to have known better too, right? No, I I just I you know I was like, ooh, I could be a hacker or something like that. Please what? play computer games. If I go mass communications, sounds like there's a lot of writing. You're fucking kidding so me, right? After one year, when I realized I was not playing any <laughs> video games or computer games, uh, I did, and you know I was struggling with math. That's when I I chose to go to to mass communications. So you changed course. Yes, after a year, but it was during that time where I was listening to radio one day and. Um, I can't even remember which radio DJ was on at the time, but I just thought, wow, this actually, this is a job. People get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could do this. Okay. Right? Yeah. And when I went to mass communications, uh-huh. um, I realized radio was a module that you could do. And I and that from, then, from that point, I focused all my energies in learning as much as I could about radio and excelling in that subject, getting as many internships as I could, uh, get as much experience as I could. And, um, you know, so I, I went, I did my internship in, in Class 95. I went for a radio uh, training course at Rediffusion. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Then... We were Juanita Melson back then. Yes, I think mm. at that point, yeah. Chris Ho at the time was oh, yeah, there, actually. Yeah. Chris mm. Ho and John Class. Yeah, John was there, yeah. Um, and, okay, and then after that, uh, I managed to get myself internships in Cambodia because my dad was still, you know, a diplomat at the time. So I was just to doing do what? In Cambodia, do what? Internships with radio? Yes. In Cambodia? Yeah. Holy so there was crap. a newspaper and a, and a radio oh. station my, my dad managed. It must have been fun. It was quiet. Yeah? It was quiet. Any it's, rules governing anything there? Yes. Uh, well, actually, no. <laughs> not that there are rules. There were no rules. So, oh, man. You know, here Heaven. In, here in most radio stations, and S- Singaporean radio stations, in fact, most professional radio stations, mm-hmm. you know, that playlist, lah, right? Yeah. You know, you shouldn't play a same song within how many hours. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. Over there, as long as somebody asks for the song, yeah. you play it. Yeah. So you could play it three times in an hour. You could play yep. seven times in three yep. hours. I you know the goes. one song I played over and over again? My heart goes sha-la-la-la-la. Oh, gosh. Sha-la-la. In, yeah. The whole time. In three hours. Oh. 
<laughs> so, but I mean, that was they, they, they've got that going in Brunei as well. I, when I was there for you know, NS, right? When, well, I'm talking about NS man training in Tumburong, and the radio plays, you know, in in at the SCF base that we mm. got. There. I'm not going to mention names, um, and the DJs there. Uh, they play the same song, same thing, like yeah. three times in an hour, and at, at that time it was Destiny's Child. Good God, down, 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 over and over and over again, like like it's on a loop. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it was nuts, but it's fun anyway. Be in, in in a certain sense because you don't have regulators breathing down your neck, mm. right? Yeah, so you you could say things, talk about things. Mm. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun. Okay, it so, is. and I think that's yeah. also why you know podcasting in general is also is also exploding. You know, as, mm. as much as it is, because yeah. anyone with a microphone can kind of do a show, right? Yep. And you are not you're not under you're not handcuffed, you're not handcuffed right? Yeah. Yeah. You can talk about any topic you want. Well, well, I'd like to think you can talk about any topic you want, but I don't know how strict some regulators are, even in this country. Well, I, I, I speaking for myself, uh, I do tap on the brakes a little bit on certain things. Yeah. You won't find me talking about politics. Yeah. You won't find me talking or about race, religion. religion. Yeah. Race, well, it depends on the context, you know. I mean, I'm ultra minority. Yeah. Not just minority. Divin called. Divin coined that term when we when we, I had him on my ultra minority. The other show, what yeah. Does that mean? Well, he's Chindian. Yes. So he considers himself uh, ultra min, uh, minority, and I said actually it's kind of cool. Uh, actually, I look at it the, the opposite. Really? I feel he should be a majority because he gets to enjoy both. <laughs> that makes sense too. I mean, he's got. Yep, yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. But um, for me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Of course, I'm Eurasian. Yeah. yeah. Mom's Chinese. Uh, dad's, dad's Eurasian. Mm. You know. But then again, if you take a look at the lineage, it's, it's, it's really a mishmash of a lot of things. Um, so, so yeah, ultra minority. But I'm, I don't talk about, you know, frivolously on yeah. a whim, mm. where, where race is concerned. So I don't touch these areas. Yeah. To me, I just think it's. What's the point? Mm. Uh, it's not going to be nice, you know. Uh, am I free in my language? Fuck yeah! I mean, why not, right? I I I think I, for those who are squeamish, don't watch. Yes. Don't yeah, watch yeah. the show if you can't take profanity. So what? I'm just being expressive, not hurling it at anyone, mm. you know. So so to me, it's 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 great to express yourself, but naturally, be disciplined enough and be cultured enough not to go too far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you have the maturity to know. Yeah, that, and the reason why I ask you all these down, all those yeah. questions is that I'm so glad you, you, you really volunteer a lot. So I hardly had to talk to, which, which is great, <laughs> which is great, um, and um, because there are people out there who are wondering, you know, how, you know, I mean, like you said, four hour shift, you've got such a great gig, man. Four hour shift. I wish. But you know something? When you think about this, you're doing the evening drive time on the one way home, and that's a shift from four to eight. And you're going to miss out on something that you can make extra bucks from, and that would be shows at night. Mm. Getting well, on to stage honest, to host I, an I've event. I've been really f- fully entrenched in the, in the uh, whole MC scene. Ah. To be honest, you really, I mean, when I got into radio, um, that's really all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, never really marketed myself out to, to do gigs and things right. like that. So actually, you'd be quite surprised to know I, 
I am not really all that experienced. I've done a fair amount of gigs, but nowhere close to what the average media radio DJ does. Okay, so that's yeah. the reason why you say Tim O is an ordinary guy. Why? Why is that? Because you only do radio and that's it. You don't go out there and do the gigs on stage and no, stuff and like that. No, and also because, I mean, like you mentioned, I having done EDT, Evening Drive Time, for mm. most of my career, mm. yes, a lot of the gigs, that's something that I have never really gotten a chance to do. If because I, because you, it yeah. happens during the... During, during those hours, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. If I mean, for example, if you got a morning slot, yeah, right, and then you have, well, your evenings free, you know, for a couple of hours. Yeah. You, know, you go out there, do 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 a short gig for three, four hours, get paid good bucks. Mm. You're a celebrity, you know. You get paid more than people like me. <clears throat> I really sometimes I wonder. I really sometimes I wonder about no that. Way. I wonder about no that. Just way. because just because a celeb doesn't necessarily mean people like me can't do a show too. You know. Oh no! I I would hire Chris over at Timo any day. No 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 no! I'm not I'm not referring to you, man. I mean, generally speaking, it's true. It's true, really. Let me tell you the conundrum in in, in that in that part that side of the world, okay, or that side of the business. Oh, celebrity must be better than the other guy who's not a celebrity but who's been around. That's that's. That's the reality. Really, I feel like it's the opposite these days. I mean, my impression, I mean, coming from the broadcast side of things, right? I feel most people would go for, rather than go for anyone who is on radio or mm-hmm. like on a, you know, who might even be considered anywhere close to a celebrity, they would probably avoid them. Why? Because they automatically assume these people are going to be more expensive. Well, they do assume that. But yeah. the bigger so boys... would rather go for someone who is just a full-time MC than someone who dabbles in broadcast. But they are, they are the big, big boys. Mm. You know, the big boys who's got the, the, the moolah. Yeah. And they would go and they would spend that money. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, uh, and I think the biggest mistake they make is that they hire the influencers yeah. to host events. I think, I mean, come on. Right, so sometimes I wonder, you know, I mean, stop being so shallow, and get people for what they are and how they do their work, mm. how professional they are, and how they get the job done, and beyond expectations, especially, yeah. right, and not just take on because oh, he's an influencer. Do you see how many followers he's got? That's not the point, right? The point is, is about the work that people do, that mm. these people do on yep. stage for you and for your objectives. And uh, and I've been doing this for thirty seven years. Really, uh, and we're all, uh, stage especially, yeah. Um, and I've I've heard it all, man. Then there was a period where if you're not Pan Asian, we're not taking you on. Yeah, is it still like that? I don't know about now, though. Mm. You know, because right now I really don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you want to pay me, and if you can't afford to pay me, yeah, I'll do the show. But then again, it all depends on what kind of show. Yeah, right. Um, but. I don't really go out there marketing myself anymore like yeah. I, where I used to from for years, um, and I really don't know how whether that's still a, whether that's still prevalent today. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to you, know, you got to be Pan Asian looking, exotic, blah blah blah. Um, it, 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 it's it, there was a time it was really annoying, mm. um, and I've had Pan Asian people complaining to me about they're not Pan Asian enough. Really? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> plastic painted. <laughs> really? I mean, and it's so disgusting sometimes, man. Yeah, and what you said just now about you're so right. 
you are you you what married eight years? Wow, you're pretty. I think you said eight here. years I is now. Like I gotta count like 2014 to now. It's how many years? Six, nine years. Nine years. Nine okay. Years, yeah. And um, your boy's five. Like me, my demographics the same, right? Wife, me, but we've been married coming mm. 22 years. Yeah. Kids can be 14. Um, and I made a promise because you know why. You're either a father, yes, or your dad. Yeah. And I've always reminded myself that do not be a father, be a dad. Yeah. And I made a promise to myself mm. and eventually to my son, who is old enough to understand, yeah. that every single day, daddy will drive you to nursery, mm. then kindergarten, throughout the six years in primary up till today. He doesn't need me, of course, to send him yeah. to school or, send, or pick him up. But those are moments Mm. especially if you're a son when you have a son dads ought to have mm. that drive time oh believe me fun we talk yeah. football in the car drives we'll see you know yeah. I mean as in we'll see when he goes to school whether or not I'm still doing drive time <laughs> <laughs> no but then you think about it if you're still doing drive time in the mornings you can send him to school Bro, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I would like to be sleeping in the morning. Oh, let, already, let me tell you something, grumpy, man. Right? Because he's waking me up in the morning at 7 in the morning and I only slept at 3 a.m. in the morning. Dude, kiss that goodbye because <laughs> you better end up being a morning person. Yeah. I, was, I was hardly a morning person mm. too. But when the kid got old enough for mainstream school, yeah, yeah make yourself one. Mm. Get yourself to be one. Be a morning person. And you know what? You'll love it. <clears throat> I wake up at 5.30 every, every morning, every day, weekdays, mm-hmm. to send my kid to school. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's one of the best moments you can have. From one dad to another dad, man. No, no, no. I mean, what you say makes a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> and here's, a, here's one of the reasons why I have always, this is the excuse I've always given when people go, why don't you wake up early in the morning? Mm-hmm. Um, and a big part of it is because of my show. Yeah. I use my work as the excuse. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because I always say that I need to be at my most awake when I go on into the studio. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I mean, for the average person who goes to work maybe from nine to six, mm-hmm. At what time of the day of their day are they going to be mentally the mo- the sharpest? Yeah, probably optimal. What, optimal, probably maybe about eleven o'clock. I would I would think. What time? What what time would you say would be the more, the optimal time? Before lunch, after lunch. You're right. About eleven, eleven thirty. Probably about eleven. Then after you go for lunch, you come back from lunch, you're gonna knock. You feel like nodding off about yeah. two o'clock. Yes. About four o'clock, you look start looking at your watch and go, "Fuck that! I want to go home." Yeah. Okay. So basically, if you've eleven o'clock in a nine to five day, yeah. is optimal. Yeah. Four p.m. when yeah. I start my show has to be my eleven a.m. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which means. To be honest, yeah. if you want to, if you want to do the math, right? Yeah. I should only be waking up at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we know that's not going to happen because we still have meetings and things like that. Yeah. You know, but you know that is that is one of my biggest fears, and I'm not one of those who, oh yeah, sure, I can wake up at seven a.m. and then I'll take a quick nap at eleven o'clock. No. Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. not happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Anyway, I mean, then again, it's it's just my little bit of uh, you know. Um, 
suggestion or rather my little bit of offering to you. No, and it makes a lot of sense yeah. to be honest. To Chris, it, I yeah. think at that point of time, I hope, I don't know if my bosses are listening, when Charlie starts going to school, <laughs> I want to maybe move to another show. Not the morning show, please. No God, not the morning show. <laughs> I've learned that when I make wishes, right, I must be very specific with my wishes. <laughs> Which shift? 10 o'clock? Maybe a lunch show. Maybe, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. a lunch or an That's afternoon. That's kind of sweet. 10, yeah. 10, to, 10 to what? 1? 10 to 1. Yeah, 10 to 2. That 10 is 2. the best. You get the best of both yeah, worlds. You get yeah. your mornings, yeah, yeah. your afternoons. I think so. Movie screenings. Yeah. You get to host gigs. Yeah. But then I don't know whether I'll be too old to host gigs. Never too old to host gigs, you know, man. You're like, oh, yeah, Tim, too old for the market already. <laughs> <laughs> which, which now that, you've, now that you've mentioned that, and uh, I think it's getting late, so I'm going to just uh, come to this bit of the show. I, it's on. It's it, part of my notes anyway. Um, life after radio, man. We have plans for life after radio. Are you asking me if I have a plan B? Are you asking me if I? Have I'm asking you job whether or not to do. Well, no, I'm not even asking about that though. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking: Is there going to be a time that you will leave radio? Sometimes people have to make a decision, right? You can't go on to this to an eighty-five. Uncle Brian mm. recently just retired, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, respect to the man, yeah. And uh, well, what's Tim O's plan? I don't know. The funny thing is, I have considered leaving radio multiple times. Really? Okay. So I, okay. Tim O is the village bicycle of radio. Okay, he has been <laughs> everywhere. Okay No literally every Really every yes. station Every bro- uh, broadcast station Every music English radio station Yeah Ever Including those That are no longer In operation Like Lush You name them mm-hmm. 97 Class Radio Gold, Heart Lush Radio Heart No way right Well 91.3 Oh it's yeah really That's awesome, it right? Yeah yeah. Some of them Multiple times right? yeah, I, yeah. I have multiple stints At each radio station mm. I've even done Symphony as well at one you point. Have? Yes. So power I started at Power Ninety Eight. So every English radio station, music station mm-hmm. I have been on, right? Mm-hmm. So and that means I've been to the three broadcasters in Singapore. So right. I started right. off at SPH. I mean right. sorry, I started off at Safra oh, Radio. Yes, yeah, Safra. Mm-hmm. Then I went to MediaCorp mm-hmm. and then I went to um and then I, I, I I'm now at SPH. SPH, yeah. Each time I've left mm-hmm. a company mm-hmm. I left with no job at the other at somewhere else. Wow! All right. So yes, each time I've left, people are like, "Oh, why would you leave?" You know, unless you you've got a you've got a place in mind. But for some reason or not, I I just didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it was to go away to study, whether it's because I just needed a break. Mm-hmm. And each time you leave, you have to be very very aware, right? And you have to be very very conscious of the possibility that the moment you leave, you may not come back. Right For the plain and simple reason Where as much as we would love to think We're the best DJs And everybody wants us It's limited spaces in Singapore Right This is a job that a lot of people want to do Yep And there are limited yeah, spots Yeah, when, when the shows have been taken up There's a guy already, you know Anchoring the show Or exactly. fronting the show Right You're just not going to have a spot Absolutely You could yeah. be one of the best DJs But yep. just no opening Yeah Right yep. So each time I have left a company I've had to do so knowing That this really could be the last time Ballsy, man Yes Oh, thank you. Some might say stupid. <laughs> no, I won't say stupid. I will say ballsy. Because I, I tell you, when you're entrenched in a place, mm. it's so hard to leave. And even when you left these stations, you yeah. would, that was before you got married? Um, no. So, I mean, when I left uh, Safra Radio, when yeah. I left Power 98, I left to study. 
Okay. So that was, I had that, uh, that was my push because at that time I had already graduated from the Polytechnic. I mm-hmm. got my diploma. And if you are going to do a degree, a, a, a related degree, you usually get some, you know, exemptions, right? Credit right. transfers. Right. But at the time, I don't know if it still applies, you have five years. Okay. Meaning if you want to take advantage of your exemptions, you need to, within five years, take your degree. Mm-hmm. And my five years was running out. So I knew, okay, I need to I need to leave. I need to go and get my degree. Right. So that's when I left uh, power, power, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew I could leave power. I mm-hmm. may not be able to come back. Right. You know, there may not be a position. Right. Um, eventually, when I came back from school, I joined MediaCorp, mm-hmm. uh, where I was for 12 years. And I, you know, I did, I went through all the different radio stations and all that. And I got married. I met my wife while I was at MediaCorp. She was... Uh, Channel News Asia presented at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when I decided I was going to leave back in 2016 or 2017, I had, I didn't have, it's not like I had a, a job waiting for me at SPH, you know, but at that point, I knew I had to leave and I did. Um, and each time I have left, there's always been a, okay, what are you going to do? And it's not for lack of trying. I have sent out resumes, considered doing other things. But for some reason or other, I always find myself coming back to radio. Mm. You know? I don't know if it's because it feels... So you had no job in between at all? Uh, Working for any company, any business? No. No? No. I mean, you know, I I did some freelance stuff. Right. You know, freelance writing. Uh Uh-huh. You know, uh, copywriting stuff, but no, no, no. Wow, bullshit. Being a radio DJ is the only full time job I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So, this is mean mm. that there will not be a day yeah. that Tim O will actually call it a day completely from radio. I'm sure one day I'm probably going to be too old, you know, or other, or some other responsibility or commitment might need me more. Um, if I wasn't a radio DJ, what would I like to do? Yeah. Life after radio. What? I kid you not. People all give me that same. What the look, fuck? Look at the expression. What the face. fuck, look, bro? Look at the expression. <laughs> I want to be a butcher, right? So we got these like skills, future points, right? What? I really want to take a butcher. What's the point. drive for, for you wanting to be a fucking butcher? Because I fucking love meat. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I feel, you know, if I'm going to eat meat, I should at least know how to butcher meat and I should know more about it. And I, I really do. You're uh, not shitting me about this, no, are you? No, I, I really Really? Really? In fact, you, you want to. You got skills, future points, we don't take together. No fucking. I'm not. Do I? Okay, I know I look like a freaking butcher, yeah. But I have no <laughs> freaking great. I do not have a apron. call, a call, a calling to go and chop freaking meat up, yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 you're welcome to it, man. I was looking, you know. At, at one point, I was. We were also considering maybe moving to to New Zealand. Mm. All right, and when and I was sheep. looking at being a butcher oh, <laughs> I wanted gosh. to open a butchery like a butcher shop in New Zealand <laughs> that's the weirdest damn why thing. I've never heard of anyone you know when I when I get older I just want to be a butcher I want to go and find little fucking cows and don't like well I wouldn't be necessarily this is what a real butcher there. does no, no, no! That's the slaughterer at the slaughterhouse, right? <laughs> I don't want to work in an abattoir. I want to no, work. No, man! In my I don't know about New Zealand though, because I know in Italy, 
They slaughter the cow and too. And then they, after that, they, yes. Oh, they butcher it. They rear the cows too. Yeah. They slaughter the cows. That's okay, I would. And then too they, sentimental. You know, I don't know if any vegans it. watch this show. You know, and they're gonna go, "What the fuck? We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get real, you know, slimed online." Um, but that's reality. I mean, yeah. butchers exist, and yeah. Timo wants to be a butcher. Exactly. Like, is this real a, meat? But there's no. There, I don't think there's a cause for. There is butchery course. No way. No, you went to check it out. Yes. We're using your skills future. Yeah. It really is. Yes, there is a course. Yeah. There is definitely a course. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I hope you uh, really ter- you spend the time yep. and get that certification to be an, a, a professional butcher. One day, one day. And maybe, maybe I'll do a radio show on butchery. Butchery FM. You know, and every talk set will be uh, about a different cut of meat. <laughs> oh boy You know Even my, I've thought about this Even you know My intro Instead of How you doing Will be Wag you doing Oh gosh Cheesy <laughs> Do I do, I do like that Monica bro And the girl with Timo Oh thank you very yeah, it's, much it's, yeah. it's, 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 There's a Kind of There's a ring to it You know yeah, It's kind of nice Thank you Thank you I appreciate yeah, it Yeah And the One Way Home is, is a pretty good Pretty good name for the show too Thank you Did I you come up it. with that Yes I did Oh good I was uh, very proud of it actually Because I I came up with the One Way Home When I when I first uh, Was brought over To uh, to 1FM And mm-hmm. I've always, I don't know lah. I've always been the kind of DJ where I like the station name in the station in the show. Right. You know what I mean? Because I feel that if you have a good name, mm-hmm. you know, and a name with legacy, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which DJ is on, the name can stay. You know. And at the end of the day, that show should be more important than the person who is actually hosting it. Right. Right. And that is specifically why I called it the one way home. Yeah, you know? but you know, I've always liked the Morning Express. It's dead yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. But that is a good example. It's dead now because so use got, that use yeah. it with that particular example, yeah, right? Yeah. For the longest time, it didn't matter who was on the morning express. It right. was still the morning express. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter who was on lunch break. It was yeah. still called lunch break. Yeah. We're talking about class ninety five, by the way. It didn't matter who was doing, <laughs> you know, the music marathon. It was always the music <laughs> marathon. Um, and I feel that if you are going to commit to a program you should build that program in yep. a way it will have legacy no yep. matter who is and permanence it. yes and so this is where I come to this part just yep. to end tonight's show Timo wants to be a butcher but I've got a better suggestion what is that SPH Radio move him to the morning no don't don't wait 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 move him to the morning and call the sh- and call him instead of bro on the go. Call him the butcher, so that class ninety five. There are two animals there, right? Oi, don't right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, making me feel sheepish. Right? <laughs> See what I did there? Sheepish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone. This has been the Chris Hansen conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. Um, it's really, really, really good to be back, it's, and I'm so glad that on the maiden episode. I actually have Timo in studio with me. I Thanks so much, Tim. I really don't know what we talked about tonight. I don't like know. When people look back, like, yeah. or like when I go, what the fuck were these two people talking what about? What was the show about? Yeah. I really don't know what to tell her. Yeah. What was the show about? So it sucks, doesn't it? We talked about we talked about, <laughs> butchery, we talked about Vade, we talked about being dads. But was there a theme you wanted tonight? No. No? I hardly have any. Okay. It's just me sitting there. I've got questions, sure. You know, I just want to find out basic stuff. But my guests start talking. And when they start talking and they go on talking, 
Hanger, he didn't have. I don't have. I don't have anything. I don't need to ask anything. The conversation would end in another. Oh yeah, we. I had a show (laughs) where there was two bottles was were wiped out. Yeah, in an hour, man. What what was it? And Bernard was on it. (laughs) (laughs) What a show! (laughs) There was really no direction. (laughs) What was the What was the alcohol? Is is Mark? Oh, it was. It was. uh, It was. uh, The alcohol was by the the Orientalists. By uh, uh, Michael Liu was one of the guests oh, together with okay. Michael brought along the booze. That's why you invited him, right? Uh, Michael, he knew he was going to bring Well, it was Dennis Fu's idea, so <laughs> so it was really fun to have you know these those three guys were together with me, and we were really boom during the show, and no direction, man. But it was good fun, uh, and and I th- I think viewers enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I, I'd rather have you know this kind of conversations and mm. anything is planned, you know, pro- produced. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, people will go. Oh, this is so produced. It's so planned. It's so structured. It's so formatted. Mm. Uh, there's no flair, man. Well, I think that's also the difference when it comes to to say broadcasting and when it comes to doing a podcast is that you have a lot of leeway to stretch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because if I need to take a break as a listener, I can yeah. pause and carry on later. Exactly. Right? You exactly. don't get to do that when you're on FM broadcast. Yep. That's why we all the DJs have to keep everything really short, concise, hence produced. And brevity is key. Yeah, because they need to catch, ev- put everything yeah. in those 30 seconds with yeah. your attention. Tough before. man, tough job. Yeah. Tough job. But not really true entirely. We know uh, CCB TV belongs to me and uh, we've got, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be shameless here, I'm going to shamelessly plug this in. Okay. Um, 442 Dudes, uh, we t- tonight, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, we've released uh, our second episode, and uh, and that's formatted, man. Oh, is it? Oh, I formatted that show. It has to be formatted, uh, so that we know what we're going to do. We're going to give you match reviews, mm-hmm. then we give you match predictions, and after that, we go into football news all over the world. You know, things that's notable to be to mention to be mentioned, yeah. and then unpopular opinions in the end. You know, Those like uh, stupid referees. You know, three red cards in one freaking game. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, so, so that one has to be formatted. So not entirely. I mean, I think it's great when you have the structure and s- discipline, so to yeah. speak, of radio, formatted radio, into a podcast mm. for certain shows. Yeah, and for certain shows, here we go. Hey guys on radio. Hey Timo. Look at me. I'm talking shit today. You can't do this. I can do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, so it's, 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 uh, that's the freedom we get. Yeah, mm. sure. For shows like this. Mm. But it doesn't mean that we don't have any that we don't structure or fall back. Okay. Yeah. See, I was about to say goodnight. And then after yeah, that, woo, right. here we go. <laughs> I was going to ask Prom- for another Milo. And then yeah, yeah, I can get you another Milo, man. But right now, we really have to say goodnight. And it is nighttime right now as we're shooting this episode. Um, do catch us for the next release, okay? And now I'm going to be published the next show of the Chris Hansen Conversation CHC. Sleep tight because I need to change my underwear right now. Good night.